Pastor Steve Sampson as he comes to minister this morning. You got that? Okay. Hello. All right. Man, I got good morning. I got so blessed here in Katie's testimony. Goodness. You know, when you were speaking, the Lord uh, spoke to me that you're going to see an unusual window of favor. Uh, this this it's just, it's, you'll have favor in general, but there's going to be several months where it's just mind-boggling favor. I don't know why, but, uh, why he said it, but that's his business. But <laughs> anyway, uh, thank God for, man, these uh, people that pay a price, such a price to do that. And Well, we had a great time last night. We are just <clears throat> talking about the covenant, the new covenant. Um, <clears throat> I want to, so I don't forget later, uh, there's several books out there on the um, table, but this one that's my newest book is Discerning and Defeating the Ahab Spirit, the opposite of Jezebel. If you're passive, <clears throat> let people walk on you, never stand up for yourself, this, this book will help you. Uh, there's also one on Jezebel, if you'd like to become a Jezebel. No, but um, <laughs> then... Uh, the book, uh, the book on there, you, it's called "You Can Hear the Voice of God." It's been all over the world, but this one, this is a six hours of DVD teaching uh, on hearing the voice of God. That's my favorite subject. So this morning, we're just gonna, we're gonna, man, the presence of God is just wonderful here, and it's just like you almost, I, you, I just don't want to mess it up, you know the. Uh, but, but I love the fact that God has called us into relationship with him, called us into covenant with him. And, you know, a word we hear a lot of times, and pastor just use it, is the word anointing. The word anointing from Isaiah 10.27, for example, says uh, that the anointing shall destroy the yoke. That anointing, the word shunam, means a heavy, thick oil. So God is, uh, and I'll just say it boldly, <clears throat> The devil is not afraid of your belief system. He's not afraid of you believe in Jesus. In fact, that's why the Bible doesn't ever speak of an anti-Jesus spirit. <clears throat> the Bible doesn't talk about the anti-Jesus spirit, but the anti-Christ. 97% of the time when the word Christ is mentioned in the New Testament, it's translated the anointing, the anointed one. So the devil is not afraid of your belief system, but he is afraid of the anointing. And it's the anointing in our lives that destroys the yoke of bondage. Let's just take a very few minutes and read from Exodus chapter 30. <clears throat> and this is, uh, and we're just going to flow in the Holy Ghost. I, I'll tell you, I love the Holy Ghost. Speaking of the Holy Ghost, one thing he gave me, and I feel this is for the entire body of Christ, is that 2011... If you'll receive it, God, this is how he gave it to me. He, he's going to fill your year. He will fill your year. There's something about 2011. And don't, don't look at the economy. Don't look at the government. But look at God. Because it's like, that's just like God. It's just like, a, you know, that proceeding word, that, that just that word of encouragement from the Holy Spirit. I just know that I know that I know Christians are going to have breakthroughs in 2011. I know a lot of people have been through some very hard times, difficult places, but this is a year, you can mark it, 2011, 
you're going to be able to say at the end of the year, God filled my year. He just filled it with some breakthroughs. He filled it with some manifestations. He just filled my year. Um, in Exodus 30, now this sounds kind of probably too intellectual, but I just, I'm making a point here. Um, verse 22, Exodus 30, 22, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, <clears throat> Take for yourselves quality spices, 500 shekels of liquid myrrh, half as much sweet-smelling cinnamon, 250 shekels, and also 250 shekels of sweet-smelling cane, 500 shekels of cassia, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, and a hen, H-I-N, of olive oil. These were the ingredients for the original anointing. Four ingredients, myrrh, cinnamon, cane, cassia. And these, these words, uh, it's interesting that, that there's twice as much myrrh as there is, uh, and there's twice as much cassia as there is the others. Now, just make this real simple. It's just kind of interesting because I love the anointing. I, I love the anointing. God can just speak a word and just change everything about your life. The anointing is amazing. The anointing when, you know, Paul, it said they brought to him handkerchiefs and if he'd pray over them, that anointing would be transferred. That anyone that that cloth touched that Paul prayed over would be healed. Uh, the anointing, it says in, uh, you, know, you know, somebody pointed out to me that Peter... Uh, 40 out of 42 times he, he responded in the New Testament, Jesus rebuked him 40. One of them was, get behind me, Satan, which I don't find encouraging. Uh, the, the, uh, but, but, but yet, uh, the, 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 the anointing that was left on Peter's life, it says in Acts chapter 5, that if his shadow would fall on somebody, they would be healed of any disease they had. And so God intends to increase the anointing. The Bible says so many times, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And, and, and you know, so many times we're tied to do's and don'ts, but it isn't. Everything about God is relationship. I like to put it this way. The old covenant was emphasizing actions. The new covenant emphasizes motives. The old covenant says, don't do it. The new covenant says, don't even want to do it. <laughs> And so I say the Christian life is not hard at all. It's impossible. Because you can't, you can't do it, you can't live the Christian life without the anointing. But the anointing is what gets the job done. Hallelujah. The anointing shall destroy the yoke. And, and in this new covenant, we have this anointing on our lives. And I just, just to give a little history here, myrrh. It says 500 shekels of myrrh. Myrrh, and all these come from trees. That's what's kind of interesting. It says uh, the uh, myrrh is from a tree shrub from the balsam tree family. Uh, it has a very attractive fragrance, spice, but it's medicinal. Uh, it's a painkiller. It's interesting that when Jesus was born, they brought, the, they brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But when he was on the cross, they offered him myrrh as a painkiller, and he refused it. But anyway, that, that first ingredient of the anointing is myrrh. It has to do with healing, a narcotic, a, a painkiller. The second ingredient, which is half as much, is cinnamon. Cinnamon is rare. It's native to India. Maybe your dad will pick some up. Uh, it's, a, it's very aromatic. It it's, comes from the inner rind of the tree, the inner bark. It's very flammable. 
the 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 it requires uh, the fire is required to bring out its perfection. How many ever realize that the Holy Spirit, as much as He loves us, sometimes He He burns out some imperfections. You know, sometimes what we love the most gets crushed. But but the emphasis on cinnamon it it speaks of refinement. Speaking of fire, I was uh, I I just think it's amazing how you know Peter said. First Peter four, he says, "Don't don't be con- don't be so amazed, so surprised at the fiery ordeal you're going through." In other words, it's part of the Christian life. But every time you go through a fire, there's some quality and quantity of that anointing that begins to flow in you. Sometimes there's people that you you know they love God, but they're shallow as a birdbath. You know, they they there there's there there's there's nothing there. They've never let God work with them. They've never let God deal with them. But sometimes we go through some things, but the end result is always there's a bigger deposit of God. There's a, there's a greater manifestation of Him. There, there, there's something happens. So that second quality of the, quality of the anointing, that second ingredient is, is cinnamon, speaking of refinement. And you know, right in there where Peter says, don't be surprised at the fiery ordeal in that first chapter, first Peter chapter four, he also talks about love covers a multitude of sin. How many ever read that one? You know, I was reading up on that, and you know that word love covers comes from the, it's a Greek word, uh, klepto. It's how we get our word kleptomaniac. And it's literally what we have in the body. Under the anointing, we have the ability to be a kleptomaniac. I'm going to steal the devil's ability to expose you. <clears throat> I'll wait for the shouting and rejoicing to quiet down, and then I'll keep going. But, but in other words, that, that, let love cover, let love klepto. You are going to be a kleptomaniac concerning covering your brother. You're going to steal any opportunity the devil's going to use to try to expose another brother or sister. You're going to cover a multitude of sins. Hallelujah. Number three is... Um, sin, um, Cain, it comes from Asia Minor, Greece, and all these come from trees, were trees of the Lord, uh, has a very sweet fragrance, especially when it's bruised. In fact, someone has put it like this, you're, uh, I think it was D.L. Moody, you're disqualified if you're not crushed. <laughs> you ever been through the doo-doo? <laughs> we all have. D.L. Moody said the, it's the fragrance on the boot that crushed the flower. In other words, there's sometimes our plans get crushed. Sometimes we need a good dose of humility. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's amazing to me, number one ingredient for every believer, especially in the ministry, should be compassion. The number two should be humility. If you don't have compassion, you're not called because everything about God is compassion. So number one, myrrh is healing. Number two, cinnamon represents refinement. Number three, cane or calamus uh, represents humility. You ever been around people, they've been through some things, but they have such a sweet spirit. They're not know-it-alls anymore. The arrogance is gone. And then number four, cassia. It's an aromatic white plant from Arabia. It's a purging medicine. It has a very sweet scent and taste. But it's, it's mostly a cleansing and a laxative. 
There's 500 shekels of it. We need a lot of that stuff, I guess. To define it, it, it means to split, to scrape, to purge, and to separate the tender part from the inner bark. To shrivel or bend, to stoop. To, uh, it's the cleansing work of the Holy Spirit. It's where the Holy Spirit delivers us from our carnal nature. How many know we're not supposed to remain carnal? It's interesting in Romans 8, he says, the carnal mind is enmity against God. He's talking to spirit-filled CD-owning Christians. But he said the carnal mind is enmity against God. And that, and that word carnal is S-A-R-X. It means, it means meat. The meat mind or the meat head is offensive to God. In other words, we're not to live in the realm of our carnality and, and always trying to think and analyze things out, but we're to be responsive to the Holy Spirit. So, so praise God for those. So anyway, myrrh healing, cinnamon refinement, Cain, humility, cassia, laxative. Now how many, <laughs> there's twice as much healing and there's twice as much laxative as the other two. <laughs> so, again, thank God for the anointing. In Romans 10, I just want to read this real quickly, but it says in verse uh, 4, he says, and again, 97% of the time when the word Christ is, it's always translated the anointing. It's Christ the anointed one. In other words, how many agree with me? Jesus' last name was not Christ. It was Smith. No, I don't know. But no, but it, it's Christ, Jesus, the anointed one. The anointed one. It's, it's the anointing on your life that does damage to the devil. It's the anointing on your life that brings increase to the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord. Now, in Romans uh, chapter 10, this is very simple here, but he says, uh, verse 4, he says, For Christ, or the anointing, is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Most people are still, um, I shouldn't, I say mo many Christians are still trying to get God to be pleased with their performance. Very performance oriented. If I pray a little more, if I read the Bible a little more, if I do this a little more, but, but, it, but performance is law. Most people, when they go to bed at night, they, or they wake up in the morning and uh, most of the time your bladder's at a pretty high level and you're walking out of bed and you, most people do this, they'll walk by and they'll just look in the mirror. No wonder you're depressed. But, uh, you, you know, after eight hours sleep, you look in the mirror. And the mirror always says the same thing to you. Call 911. <laughs> you know, the, the mirror. The mirror. But you know how God helped me? The, the mirror is the law. The mirror is the law. The law can't help you. The law can't perfect you. All the law can do is say, you're in trouble. But what the law does, it drives me to get some help, to get a comb, to get a washcloth, to get uh, a, a razor, anything. So, so the, uh, Paul said the, the law is a schoolmaster. Many times people are trying to live under the law. God doesn't want your performance, but he does want your response. And response is so important because the Bible is full of, of places where we had an opportunity to respond. Think of Peter. You know, Jesus, after they'd fished for hours and hours all night, <laughs> he said, let down your nets for a catch. And Peter, and, and God bless him, uh, Lord... <clears throat> we've been out here all night. 
And I could just see Jesus saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize you guys have been out here all night. But, uh, <clears throat> but, but, but he says, you're saying let down the net, we've been out here all night. He, but, but, but there was a good response. He almost responded, with, and he almost aborted, but the response was, nevertheless, because you said it, I'll let down the net. <laughs> you know, in other words, God is always looking for our response. So many times when God, uh, you know, will give a prophetic word, y- your response is important to say, God, to, I receive that, I embrace that, because many times it seems too good to be true. And, and the Holy Spirit, everything about him is good news. Everything about his ways are good news, because we carry the anointing. Many of us, we've been through some stuff. But think of the deposit, those ingredients that are in us to bring healing. And through humility, it, the Holy Spirit can flow through us. And because he's, he's purged that carnal nature, more of him can come through. And God wants us to, and we're, we're carrying this anointing. We're carrying the sweet presence of God. He's worked in us, not for our sake, but for the sake of the increase of the kingdom of God. Thank God for the anointing. The anointing can cause you to be at the right place at the right time. I was thinking, and I've told you this before, but Smith Wigglesworth, I met a friend years and years ago, and he was, his name was William Hartley, and he lived there in uh, uh, England, but he came to speak in Kansas City at the church there many times, and he was an older man way back then, but I remember him saying, he said, yeah, I went to a Smith Wigglesworth meeting. Everybody heard of Smith Wigglesworth? And he, he's a, he was a he didn't even enter the ministry until he's 50. You know, he just, uh, just sold out to God totally. Anyway, William Hartley said he waited two, two and a half hours to get in line to get, be prayed for by Smith Wigglesworth because he was crippled. He'd, been, he'd had a war injury and he was crippled. And he finally got to Smith Wigglesworth. It was his turn to get prayer. And Wigglesworth looked at him and said, What do you want? Just real gruff. And he said, Well, my leg was... I'm crippled. My leg was shot in the war. And Wigglesworth said, you ought to be glad you can walk. And he put his hand on his shoulder and just shoved him out of line. But as the man, and William Hartley, this wonderful man, as he's, he told me, as he's walking away, thinking how much he hated all preachers, he's totally healed. He's totally healed. And, and, and that's the way the anointing is. The anointing on our lives will bring more healing. But it's not the personality of the person. It, because if personalities could do it, then the Bible say we wrestle not against personalities. Or no, that's principality. But but personalities. But if personality could do it, but it's this relationship, this relationship that God has called us into. It says in First John. I'll just read this real quickly. You know, I've just got so much stuff here. I get so excited, but I'm just trying to hit a few highlights. But in First John two. In verse 18, little children, it is the last hour. And as you've heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it's the last hour. You know, I love the definition of, of a religious spirit. You've heard me say this before. A religious spirit honors what God did, but resists what he's doing. Tradition is an Antichrist spirit. A religious attitude is an Antichrist spirit, because you're against the anointing. Anything against the anointing is antichrist. People said, I want to see the antichrist. Look in the mirror. 
because everything about your flesh is anti-Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? That, that, that's, we're, we're just, we're full, of, we're full of baloney, most of us, until the Holy Ghost gets a hold of us. We don't have anything to offer this world. Our advice, our opinions isn't going to change anybody's life, but the anointing will. The anointing is amazing. The anointing is what God put in us. To, that we could live under this anointing. That's why when, when Peter, the, Jesus said to the disciples, who do men say that I am? Well, some say you're Jeremiah, Isaiah, some, one of the prophets. Well, who do you say they am? And Peter, by the anointing, blurted out, you're the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus got excited because he said, now that was the anointing. You didn't get that by studying all night. My father just told you that, and that's how I'm going to build my church, by somebody responding to the anointing. See, the anointing, that word in your mouth, that fresh experience, what the Holy Spirit is saying right now, that'll change lives. Flesh and blood didn't tell you that. <laughs> One day I told the Lord, Lord, I'm so full of baloney, and I, I felt like he said, flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you. I, you, <laughs> I told, you know. Anyway, <clears throat> notice verse, 1 John chapter 2, verse... 20, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Verse 27, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, just as he, it has taught you, you will abide in him. Isn't that good news? And back in, in Romans in there, uh, when I was saying, the, the, the anointing is the end of the law. Let me just finish something that, uh, that he says, and, and Philip says, the anointing is the end of the frustration. Because how many know the law will frustrate you? Many people, I don't know if, but you know, I, I, a lot of my life just walk around feeling guilty, just guilty all the time. It's called condemnation. But you know what Romans 8 says? There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ, which literally, those who are in the anointing. Hallelujah. And, and when we're in that thing, we're, we're trying to get God's approval. Many people, much of their prayer is to get brownie points with God. Let me assure you, you have all the brownie points you need based on the blood of Jesus, not something you've done. But Romans 10 again says... Uh, for Christ is the end of the law for, to, for righteousness to everyone who believes. And here's how the anointing works. Verse 6, he says, But the righteousness of faith speaks this way. Do not say it in your heart who will ascend into heaven to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does he say? The word of the Lord is near you. It's nigh you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. In other words, the anointing is in you. The anointing abides. The anointing will cause more to happen in seconds than we could do in a lifetime. Thank God for the anointing. Thank God for his presence. And it's all about relationship. It's all about being in covenant. It, it, we don't have to be on a scavenger hunt for the anointing because the anointing abides. Hallelujah. They always say you're getting older when you enjoy the weather channel. Uh, <laughs> one day I was 
I was watching the, oh, I'd been out playing golf or something, and it was on a, it was March 11th, 1993, I'll never forget it, and I come in the house, and I think I'm going to make myself a sandwich, we have, we always had a little bale in the kitchen, bale is a television set, and we had a little bale on the kitchen counter, so I turned on bale, and uh, up comes the weather channel, and there's this little nerdy guy with wire rim glasses, and it's 70 degrees outside. I've been outside. It's very nice. It's just beautiful, gorgeous spring day. And this little guy on the Weather Channel says, with a squeaky voice, tomorrow it's going to snow in Birmingham, Alabama. And I wonder, you know, right away I think, what's this guy been smoking? Because it's like, <clears throat> it's 70 degrees. The next morning, now I've been in, I've lived in uh, Alabama since 1984. I'd been there nine years. I'd never seen one flake of snow. The next morning, we had 16 inches. You talk about out of the will of God. But, but, uh, but the point is, this nerd on the Weather Channel had information that I didn't have. My senses told me, it's a gorgeous weather, spring is here. But he had access to information, and that's the way the Holy Ghost is. And I want to tell you, you can trust him. People many times say, how do I hear from God? It's really not how you hear from God, it's where you hear from God. Because most people are trying to listen with their brain, but I want to tell you, God installed the anointing in your life. And you got a, the, the anointing's inside you, and the anointing is there to relate to you, to tell you. He's, he'll tell you it's going to be all right. He'll, he'll tell you. This, what you're going through is short-lived. He'll tell you that breakthrough is coming. He will constantly remind you of his promises. This has been the weirdest experience, and I pray it happens to everybody, but for the last three months, every single morning, as soon as I wake up, I hear music. And maybe you've experienced it, but I'll hear a song, like an old hymn. And uh, I'll just wake up as soon as I come, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting heart. Then the next morning, tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. And you know, it, but it's just amazing. But to me, the anointing abides. I wonder if he's sitting there by our bed and saying, can't wait till he wakes up. Can't wait till she wakes up. Hmm. Because he abides in our lives. Anyway, but I love the new covenant. The old covenant means berith, B-E-R-I-T-H. The new covenant means diatheke, D-I-A-T-H-E-K-E. And it means, berith means God says, if you'll do this, I'll do that. It's a conditional covenant. That's the old covenant. The new covenant is so unfair because it says, God says, I'll do all the giving, you'll do all the receiving. That's why you can have a terrible day. And I've watched some of you in traffic. And, and, you know, the, and yet the anointing will be there. Why? Because it's not based on your performance. It's based on you're in a covenant. You've seen me do this before, but I, I, I just love this, and I'll stop here. But, you know, a lot of times we go into a store. The clerk says, may I help you? We take out our visa card. I don't know about you, but what I do is go, in the name of visa, 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 in the name of visa. 
and she's dialing security. And, and so, <laughs> but a lot of times that was what we do with God. You don't have to keep saying in the name of Jesus. You're in the name of Jesus. You're in relationship with the name of Jesus. It's not those words in the name of Jesus to get your prayers answered. It's the fact that your heart is in covenant with the name of Jesus. That's why Jesus said, you don't have to pray. And, and I love Mark 16. He didn't say to pray for the sick. He said, you shall lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Why? Because you're in covenant. All the time. I love it. We're in relationship with him. And you know what I love when God speaks prophetically? He thinks he's right. God always speaks good news. Do we need our rear end kicked sometimes? Yes. But there's something about this sweet Holy Spirit that he always speaks life and he always speaks hope. Don't you appreciate the Lord? I'll tell you. We serve a wonderful God. And I, I've, I'm anointed now to shut up. Uh, I want to pray for, and I, I feel like there's six people that struggle with headaches. Uh, you may not have one every day, but you struggle quite a, you know, pretty regular headaches. I feel like all six of you today, it's your day to be healed. Six people struggle with headaches. Today's your day. How, where are the six? Raise your hand, please. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, come here. Pardon? Come here, please. All of you come down here real quick. We're just going to pray. And I want to pray for, there's a person, I, the Holy Spirit just gives me that you've been in an accident. I think it's probably pretty recent but it seems like it's a miss. It seems like, I don't know if it's, it's a, made you a financial miss or, you know, if you're not able to cl collect insurance or, but something's really, it's, it's messed up your life. It, you may have a lot of physical problems, but it seems like we're to pray for you this morning. So who does that pertain to? I, I, I just, I don't, I'm not sure I'm hearing, but it seems like the past several months there's some kind of accident, but it's really messed up your life. Does that, does that, uh, I know there's a lot of bad drivers in here, I can, but uh, who, who am I speaking to? It's just one person that, that God wants to address something there. Just yes or no. Think about it. I don't know, because it's, last night about three people comes up and says, well, that was me, but I wasn't sure, and Okay, you were in an accident six months ago, and you're waiting for a settlement right now. So I just, I think, if that isn't close, we'll just make something up. Because uh, <laughs> you just come up here then, if you would. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying is, we've got to learn to trust the anointing. We've got to learn to jump in there. How long have you had headaches? All my life. All your life. What's your name? Joe. Lord, we agree with the Holy Ghost. We agree with the anointing that, Lord, you said today, you're healing Joe of these headaches that he's had all his life, oh God. And so we speak the word, we speak the healing, we speak the strength, and we thank you for healing him completely, completely, completely. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
I just see, it seems like ever since 2004, you've had a, there's been a struggle going on. And just like several years here, I just see, what I see, Joe, is I see God clearing your path. And I just feel this new faith, this new uh, recognition of seeing God's hand, and, and, and they're, they're, you're going to just have a new response in you. But God has nothing but good news up his sleeve for you. All right, so praise God. And I believe you're healed. I believe that's the word of the Lord today, that he said it. And how long have you had headaches? Forever? How old are you? So you've had them 12 years maybe. What's your name? Meg. Meg. Mm-hmm. Megan? No, just Meg. Meg. <laughs> Margaret when she's in trouble. Margaret when she's in trouble. Okay. <laughs> Let's all agree for, for Meg. Lord, we agree the power of God, the healing strength, the amazing virtue of Jesus Christ is flowing through Meg right now. That these headaches she's had forever are gone. We curse them. We curse them at the root. We put the anointing against them. We put the blood of Jesus against them that she is free, and she is free, she is free. And God told me, you're going to become a dreamer. You're going to dream dreams. You're going to hear the Lord, and you're to start journaling and logging things that you hear the Holy Spirit saying. God is waking up your inner man, and you're going to hear the Holy Spirit. You're going to hear him again and again. And God's going to give you things for people, and he's going to give you understandings and wisdoms, and uh, he's going to just reveal, reveal, reveal himself. So enjoy. Hallelujah. And you have them too? Yeah, but, I'm sorry. That was... oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I'll come back to you. So. <laughs> your, your name is? Gada. How long have you had headaches? I've been, I have had it for eight years. Eight years. Goodness gracious. Don't you love the compassion of God? Let's just all pray. Lord, we know that you want our sister healed of these eight years of pain. We decree, we decree that she's healed and she's whole. And Lord, that she's... I feel God flooding your heart with hope. There's been so much uh, struggle and so many, I just feel so much disappointment. And uh, this is a season where God's turning things. And what I hear the Holy Spirit saying, the more you rejoice, the more I'm going to (laughs) do. So don't dwell on anything, just rejoice. Remember when the prophet said, though the fig tree will not blossom, there will be no fruit on the vine and all that. Yet will I rejoice in the Lord. The more you do, the more God's going to do. And he's healed your headaches. Hallelujah. Your name is? Carla. How long have you had of these? On and off since I was a teenager. Since you were a teenager. So it's been over two years. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so Lord, we thank you and praise you. Hallelujah. We thank you and praise you for healing our sister. We thank you, Lord, for the perfect, perfect healing and cleansing and manifestation of your presence. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. God is bringing such light in your life, and I, I see the, the, God just exposing all darkness, and um, you're going to be walking on a higher level. And it, what the, I have to put it in my own words, but all I can, this is very accurate, but it is in my own words, the devil's not going to get away with anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. And your name? Sandra. Sandra. We, Lord, we agree with her that the healing is complete. Her headaches are healed. And Lord, we just rejoice in that. We rejoice in what you're doing. Lord, touch every inch of her body today. Let strength flow, let strength flow, let strength flow, let strength flow. And Lord, we agree with your first name? Betty. Betty. Yes, sir. We agree with Betty. 
that she gets the settlement that she deserves, that her neck is healed and everything else is healed. And Lord, we just we know you love her and that you're, you're mindful of what she's been through. So God, we thank you for just turning this to good. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I, I just see this sweet-smelling savor like this fragrance of the Lord. And just, in other words, God's going to turn everything to good. Hallelujah. You've had an influence on a lot of people, and I, I just see that more and more, where God gives you opportunity to speak in people's life. A lot of times it's one-on-one -on -one here and there, but it's, it's value. It's very valuable to God. And the word that comes through you, the encouragement that comes through you, he causes it to stick in people. And more lives are changed than you realize. And that's going to increase. But God, you know, sometimes you have to be a listening ear, and then many times God will just give you that word to speak. It'll be wonderful. Hallelujah. Let me just real quickly pray for someone. It seems like you're about, you're around 40, but it seems like you've just celebrated a birthday. You're around 40, but you look quite a bit older. Uh, but um, you are, you've been through a hard, hard trial. But you've just, the only way I know who you are, you've just celebrated a birthday right around that time. But you've been through such a hard trial. Where, where are you at? And we'll, we'll just pray with you and it'll be done. And if you come up later, I'm going to lay hands on you without prayer. Yeah, but but uh, just, that's, that's the way I hear it. You guys can have a seat. And we, we uh, anyway, I'll give what I hear. And if you don't respond, I, I don't want you to miss, miss the Lord. There's somebody that has, um, what I keep seeing is you have a rash on your face. Uh, uh, that can't, won't clear up, and God's going to clear it up. And so all you have to do is say, thank you, Lord, and receive what he's doing. So whoever that is, I won't make you come up here, but, but that, that rash is going to fade. It's just like it won't, it's broken out, and you can't seem to get free of it. So thank you, Lord. There's also a woman that's had a lot of female bleeding, and it's uh, discouraged you. Anyway, I know that I know that I know the Holy Spirit is saying he's drying up that situation. And let me just pray with someone. Um, the way I can describe this is that your foot hurts severely. You, not both feet, but one foot. It, you, the pain, to me, the way it hits my spirit is like the pain is almost unbearable. The pain you have in your foot, you're dealing with all the time. I believe this is your day to be healed. And if that person's here, I want you to bring your foot up here and we're going to just uh, pray for it. Does that, but it just seemed like the pain's extremely, extremely tough. Your foot, who, where are you at? Yes, that'd be for you. Okay. How long has that gone on? Okay. Let me just, I'll just come back there and pray with you a second. And uh, the other person, it's like you have a uh, shoulder, in, you've had a shoulder injury. It probably was a long time ago. Um, you're going to get healed this morning, but it, to, to know it's you, uh, your birthday's in April, and it seems like you have one every year. Uh, but who that, whoever that might be, 
shoulder, it's like an old shoulder injury. Seems like your birthday's in April. That's, that's as clear as I can speak it. All right. Are you here? Just, just say so. It just, I, I don't care. I care, but I, you know, my reputation isn't on the line here, so I, I believe I'm hearing. You're June. Okay, we're close here. So, um, you know, pardon? Left shoulder. Okay, we'll pray. We don't have an April one, so we'll just pray for him. Okay, that's that's fine. I knew I was within 12 months. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> but I, I just want to. Sometimes God gives things specific and. Uh, Sunday mornings, no matter where you are in the world, it's always harder to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. I don't know why, but we agree. But one thing I felt when you were down here taking money from people, uh, the, um, yeah, the, the, there was such a knowledge come over me about how the God has the future, your future in his hands. And that you will not fail financially or any other way. But God's provision. And I just, there's been a lot of ups and downs here. And there's been a lot of uh, discouragement off and on. But God, and what well, the word I heard was God doesn't fail. Now, he just specifically for you, God doesn't fail. Hallelujah. So we thank you, Lord. And we thank you for healing this shoulder. And we thank you for uh, just, just the perfect manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. God doesn't fail. God doesn't fail. God doesn't fail. Hallelujah. Who right here close to me, I think you're on this row that you read like a crazy person. You just read all the time. Who's the reader? That's you. It, this really helps me to sell books and stuff. But, uh, the, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Lord, we thank you. I don't know what this is about, but Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in our brother. We just thank you for the increase of your anointing. And God, we just ask you to just, to just dismiss every assignment against our brother, any, any attack in any way, oh God. And Lord, we just thank you for ordering his steps and ordering his life, oh God. You know, I just, the two of you, there's a, there's such a sweet uh, presence of the Lord on your lives. And I, I don't know what it is, but I, it's like the only way I can describe it, I see a lot of, the enemy's just kicked up a lot of dust. It's <laughs> just like there's dust everywhere. But, it's like that dust is settling. Hallelujah. And God's keeping power. Yes. And God's faithfulness. And that, that you guys, you are, what I hear the Holy Spirit saying, you're really going to enjoy this next phase of your lives. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Man, that's real. But I mean, it, I just feel this God's keeping power. He's just going to keep you, keep you in strength and keep Hallelujah. you in tune and but this dust is settling. Hallelujah. Whatever this is. <laughs> but it's been an attack of the enemy. It, it, it really has. So praise God. Did we ever pray for you when you sat back down? What, how, many, how long have you had headaches? Like her forever. Forever. Okay. You both have kind of a weird sense of humor. But, uh, the, uh, <laughs> Lord, we agree that this, these headaches are over. 
they're done with, they're, that Lord, your word came this morning that you're going to take care of them. And so, Lord, we just receive and we accept. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You are really in a time of refreshing from the presence of God. Just there, there really is refreshing. You know, the Bible says, don't be weary in well-doing. For in due season, you'll reap. God's getting ready to refresh you. I don't know what this is about, but it, I wish I was there. Hallelujah. Uh, real quickly, now I could be full of baloney, and I get told that a lot, but I felt like I'm supposed to pray for a couple that you've been married, I think, 35 years, right at 35. If I'm not, it's real close to that. Does that is there a couple here that you've been married right at 35? Where are you at? Okay. Pardon. What about you guys? My wife and I will be 38. 38 this year. That woman has amazing tolerance. It's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, what about you guys? You've been married for 38 as well. So we just. Oh, she's. They're actually here. Linda's. Well, that's okay. 36. 36, okay. Wow, 36. That's wonderful. Praise God. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. But we, Lord, we just, we just thank you this, for the security, for the, the manifestation of your presence and glory. We thank you, Lord. I just see that, just this amazing strength, just on both of you. So thank you, Lord. The uh, couple that was sitting, and I'll, I'll finish here, but the couple that was sitting here this morning, oh, back there, um, I kept hearing the word arrears, arrears, and things that what I know is there's a lot of things in arrears, like delayed blessings and some delayed things that God is going to bring to pass in your life this year. And I, I just see an amazement of God. Again, arrears, that's what I hear. It's just things that are going to catch up. And you know, like in Deuteronomy, it says the blessings will overtake you. It's going to be an amazing year for you. So praise God. Hallelujah. Um, <clears throat> I felt all morning I'm supposed to pray for you guys. And she's not ours. She's hers. I just, did I say she was yours? No, you just looked at her like she was. You <laughs> would claim her, but she yeah. talks to somebody else. I wouldn't blame you. She's a cutie. But yeah, it's not, children theft is not a good thing. But, uh, <clears throat> but Lord, I just thank you for the blessing on their lives, oh God. And Lord, I, I just, you know, the two of you, this is so vivid, but you are in training. You really are. You're in training. And, it, and, and it's like God is so jealous over you, and God is so mindful of you, and you are his jewels, and you are, you are his property. And, but you're being prepared for where God, God's going to come like a wind and blow you like leaves all over this 
earth <laughs> and and but but you're in training now and there's also a season where you can ask the lord anything and he'll do it they're just like an open window i don't know what this is about but just just ask with a huge appetite hallelujah but you are pan-picked by the Holy Spirit, and He's training you, and the processes are worth it, and because God's given increase, and He, you're gonna, He's gonna model you, and use you as a model, and use you as that showbread to show other people how to walk with God, how to be in tune with the Holy Spirit, and you know, I just see the Lord. This is not a hard thing. It's it's a, an enjoyable thing. It, God, you know, where my yoke is easy. I just see God making it so easy. But you, all your lives, the issue is you will be an example to other people. Whatever God does in you, it'll affect other people. Hallelujah. Man, that is so strong. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And be asked. I don't know what's on your mind, but ask, because you're going to get what you're asking for. Hallelujah. Uh the clock is at my back, and I'm a, you, your name's? Peter and Kim. Peter and Kim. Lord, we thank you today for, for Peter and Kim, and we bless their lives. Lord, we bless them. because You know, I see you both as seers. I see you both with anointed eyes, and eyes to see just what God wants you to see, and eyes for the kingdom, and seeing beyond the, the surface and the shallow and the but, but to see into the depth of the kingdom. And I just feel it's like you're both very fertile ground, and the Holy Spirit, He is so at work in your life to bring guidance and direction. And I just feel, uh, I just feel so strongly that you're to ask God for greater vision. It's important that you pray together. And uh, it's like the enemy many times tries to put the fire out, and he tries to throw cold water on the fire of the anointing. But, but the key is, is praying together. And I see you, the, the Lord, where you're both hearing the Holy Spirit with such clarity and, and, and such hearing the same thing, hearing him so and and where the Lord is just like triggering your spirit. And there's a responsiveness that is so awesome. And this is a day, and, and it, what I feel in my heart, it's, it's like today is a day where this is, it's like the first day of your life. God is just downloading his presence, his anointing here. And you go, you're, you're, there's, a, there's, a, there's a level that you're going to walk in that will do damage to the devil. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're to both be on guard against passivity, against letting the enemy put the fire out. If you'll stay on fire, and there's something about the two of you just praying together, even when you're mad at each other, pray anyway. And, and, but, but there's something about it. The, the fire's going to burn greater and greater, and God's going to cause the vision He has for your lives to really 
be disclosed to you, and you will, uh, you'll, you're going to get it. You're going to start seeing it. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay. My goodness. God is so good, isn't he? He's just so good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you. Thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Lord, we appreciate you. We just appreciate you so much. Let me just, I know it's past time, let me just pray for my brother and sister from, how long have you been in the Dominican? 30 years. 30 years, wow. And married 36 years? Wow, that is wonderful. And so, Lord, we just agree. We just agree for this, just that empowerment, that downloading of that fresh anointing. And, God, that there would just be a, a wonderful increase in their lives. Lord, an increase of fulfillment and satisfaction and joy. And, Lord, we thank you. I, I feel God giving you more ground. I feel God giving you more... Uh, access, that, that enlargement of the sphere. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's, uh, I see four specific people who are, uh, it's like you're pouring your lives into, and they're more in a leadership role, but mentoring kind of thing. And uh, they're a hundred years from now, when you leave this earth, it's in, it's the, the, your ministry and what you've deposited is going to be in good hands. That's what I see. It's going to be in good hands. There's others that are going to be able to take it on. And Lord, uh, that in effectiveness, but the mentorings, I just see so much mentoring going on. And uh, these people are like shining. <laughs> they're just, there's a flourishing and just shining like 100 watt bulbs. Hallelujah. And Lord, we just thank you for the quick healing in the name of Jesus Christ. That quick healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we, uh, this morning, uh, you guys on the 38 years, we just, we just bless you today. And we bless you with, with breakthrough. We just bless you with breakthrough. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. And God, Lord, that there be no more tears, but only tears of joy, oh God. Lord, we just ask that they, whatever the anointing is doing today, we just embrace God, give them a new hope, a new sense, a, a, a just this wonderful breakthrough that they need, oh God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let healing flow. Let amazing strength flow. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, Pastor told me to be done by 11, and I am in trouble. I know that. But uh, what we're going to do... In, uh, I've, I always feel so privileged to come here, but we are going to have a Sunday night meeting at 6 o'clock, and we're just going to flow in the prophetic, and just let, it's just amazing what God will do as we let him. But I'll tell you, when a word comes, look out, devil, because it'll come to pass. Praise God.